Welcome to the High Fidelity Podcast. I am your host, Bridget Connery, coming to you from the dialed studio at Hula on the shores of beautiful Lake Champlain in Burlington, Vermont. In this episode, we speak with Jen Whittingham and Andrea Cox, the founders of Three Buds Apothecary in Waitsfield, Vermont, and the makers of Cosmic Vagina, a CBD-infused intimacy oil created by women for women. Stay tuned to learn more about this pioneering product and Three Buds Apothecary's other botanically-based feel-good product lines for the body, soul, and home. To our first episode of season two of the High Fidelity podcast. We made it. We have learned a lot along the way in a short period of time, not just in the conversations with our guests, but quite frankly, how to produce and market a podcast. It's a lot of work and a lot of fun. We hope that you enjoy it as much as we do. Expect to hear some changes this season as we incorporate new ideas and evolve as a show. And as always, thank you for joining us on this creative journey. We wouldn't be here without our listeners. Today, we are excited to share our conversation with Jen and Andrea from Three Buds Apothecary. They came together in a Vermont kitchen back in 2019 to build a product line that they could feel confident in sharing with their daughters, families, and friends. Their first product was Cosmic Vagina, a CBD-infused intimacy oil to support women's sexual health and pleasure, a product category that is generally overlooked. Jen and Andrea set out to change that with their bold branding and conversations around the female anatomy. As Jen likes to say, if you can't say the word vagina, you probably shouldn't be touching one. Love that. What follows is an open conversation between three women, all mothers to daughters, exploring what it means to take care of ourselves and each other. You ready? Vagina, coming at ya. Here we go. All right. Andrea, Jen, welcome to the studio. Thank you for having us. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks, thanks to be here. <laughs> yes, thanks for making the trip. This is the first time that we have two guests in the studio, and I'm psyched about that. And this is our first episode in season two, believe it or not. So nice. thank you for being our first guest. I'd like to dive in and start off by talking about like the origin story of Three Buds. You know, you, there's two of you here mm-hmm. right now, and so... Who's the third bud? <laughs> Let's start there. I would say we like to say the third bud is the plant itself. Yes. The cannabis plant. Yes, yeah. for sure. Or all plants really. You know, we uh when we started out, we wanted to make products from plants. So Mother Nature. Yes, exactly. Is our third bud. Yeah. And so how did you two come together? Walking the, the dogs. Plant, around the yeah. plants. <laughs> Walking the dogs out Just in being nature. Outside. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, Andrea and I have between us both five daughters. Two of them are overlapping in age. So it was something that we found ourselves, you know, kind of coordinating and collaborating, getting together. And a lot of that, you know, revolved around rejuvenation and just being outside and finding that time to be thoughtful and enjoying where we live. Yeah. Well, what were you doing at the time, though, that you could decide, like, hey, let's go into business together and let's do it around 
the cannabis plant or, you know, the other botanicals. Yeah, well. well, we were both sort of on career breaks. We had both left different careers and were at a time in our lives when I think we were both uh, searching for the next project, the next, um, the next work experience, and just started having some conversations, really, about taking care of ourselves. And that naturally led to product, you know, talking about different products and also talking about um, how we were educating and wanted to educate our daughters as we were raising our daughters about caring for yourself and and um, being thoughtful and careful about what you consume, what you put on your skin, what you use in your environment. And it sort of just organically led to conversations about, well, what if we what if we put together a product like this that we would want to use or that we would want to encourage our daughters to try and use? Hmm. And did you have background in CPG so and in like not uh, natural products or anything like that? Not what, necessarily. What, what, so what my background my that? background is in finance and business. And so, um, and I'll let Jen speak to her background, but we learned through these conversations that we had complementary skill sets mm-hmm. and we had different professional expertise that might lend itself to going into business together. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Always nice to find that compliment. Right. The synergy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so your background was in design, right? So, uh, yes. And th- theoretically, my background is in graphic design and visual arts and just being, I would say, creativity is my craft and my profession. And in college, I was fortunate enough to work in an independent organic food store and be around a lot of herbalists and naturopaths and just see how they, I don't know, divined, for lack of a better word, these products that help heal that weren't necessarily from big pharma. And then after that, I ended up working in a space that was... Um, with a lot of chefs and recipe developers, which I'm sure you can relate to yeah. as well. And so just to see how they crafted these, you know, these end products or formulas and recipes for making something was really inspiring. And just to see that, of course, like before you get to something that's being offered for public consumption, there's so many processes behind that. And just kind of that gave me the courage to say, okay, I want to make something. The first time's not always going to be the success. Those are and sometimes when you when the first product is successful, you know, you question it because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, it couldn't have been that easy. <laughs> no, like those are gifts. So you definitely cherish those moments. But for me, having that experience of working amongst so many people that were willing to go through hundreds and hundreds of iterations of one product made me recognize that what you end up with is, you know, so much more of some of its parts or, you know, um, there's so much more behind what's on the shelf. Right. That kind of experience and the engagement that you have with customers or testers along the way. It's yeah. really a really cool thing, too. Yeah. And you had a candle business before Three Buds Apothecary, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jen so had been making things for quite <laughs> yeah. some time. It was just a matter of us figuring out yeah. how to bring some of those things to market, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a really great experience because... Like I said earlier, with creativity being your craft, we've had this conversation so many times. Like, how do you limit that? How do you kind of say, yes, well, I could make that, but is it really a viable and valuable thing? And how, what is it contributing not only to the consumer, but to yourself? Because I feel as if when you make something, if it's not coming from a place of authenticity, it's not going to really come out in your product either. I mean, it's inauthentic. Yeah. And how can you have the convictions to speak about it? when you don't believe in it or you're just kind of buying into the market, right. so to speak. 
and those are the times when you have to kind of check back in. And so that's why we're, you know, it's great because we can kind of throw stuff on the wall and see what sticks. And so Candles actually wasn't the first product line at Three Buds. I mean, so you came together originally over the hemp plant, mm-hmm. right? And so that was in we did. 2019. Is that when Three Buds officially yes. kicked off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your first product line was Cosmic Vagina, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never thought Our I'd baby. get to say that on Our the radio. Baby, yes. I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's start there because, it, you know, I it's think that's the best the, place to start. Well, you know, I think either, we should always start with the vagina. It, yes, <laughs> for sure. It always starts with Cosmic. <laughs> um, it's, um, I found that having sold products that were for women's health, um, that it's either a conversation starter or ender. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it still you know? is, unfortunately. You, it yeah. is still, you yeah. know. And so we had brought on at Series a line before you guys came online, which was Foria. Mm. Yes. You know, yeah. and so mm-hmm. the name was softer mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Cosmic Vagina is. We took like, a different approach. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really is. You know? Mm-hmm. And so why? Why was that your first product? And like, how'd you come up with the name? Because we and... wanted to cut through that stigma. Yeah. We wanted to, to just make it, you know, okay to just have a conversation about women's health which yeah. should really start with things like sexual wellness yes and pleasure and pleasure right. and comfort yeah you know because at different times in our lives as women or as you know people with vaginas we have issues with comfort or we might have issues with dryness or we might have issues with pleasure and having a product that can potentially help with any or all of those things right. is important and healthy. And we don't want there to be any stigma surrounding that conversation. Right. You know, I put eye, eye cream on to address issues with dry skin around my eyes. Right. Why can't I also have a product that I use for these other things in my life at different times in my life? Right, Jen? You know? yeah. I mean, yeah, eye cream, elbows, and vaginas. Yeah. Like we should be able to say <laughs> right? all the parts of our body without a little extra yeah. TLC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just think that that's part of the word, too, yeah. just owning it, that it should be something that's in your regular, yeah. you know, vernacular or terms of, you know, vocabulary. There shouldn't be... Hmm. You know, you shouldn't be ducking behind a word to say. Um, and again, that gets back to having daughters yes. and trying to raise our daughters in such a way that they feel comfortable in their own skin mm-hmm. yes. and having conversations about their bodies and their wellness and their comfort. Yeah. And so it's multifunctional, though, the product. I mean, so it sounds like the original idea of it, though, was more like skincare for, for your vagina as opposed to lube. Is that true, or was it like both at the same time? Like and the pleasure. And I the mean, pleasure. let's not. Yeah, I mean, the addition of CBD is is that's why it's in there to increase blood flow and enhance the sensation. So we've always been very upfront about that. Right. But it's also good for dryness, for vaginal dryness. Yeah. I would say the primary, the catalyst behind creating it was for an intimate environment, for mm-hmm. sure. Right. Um, for I pleasure. Think, yeah. yeah, I think. You know, there's a couple of key phrases that we talk about when we talk about cosmic. It's like how to shed stress when you get undressed. You know, you shouldn't be feeling disappointed in your body just because it can't flip the switch into, okay, I'd like to be intimate now or I would like to have pleasure. And it can be frustrating as a woman that your body doesn't engage with your mind. So this was a nice way to kind of give yourself that, you know, that space or that kind of 
comfort that maybe your body's not there. But then once your body, once you supply this moisturizer or this this product, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I am ready for this type of thing. Because it can be frustrating, you know, not to have that pivot and be able to have your body and mind work together. Right. Now, what do you have to think about in terms of ingredients when you're creating a product um, for for the vagina, because it's a very sensitive part of the body. I mean, I imagine there are things that you need to mm-hmm. avoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so how did you choose, how did you build that formula to make sure that it was something that that created pleasure and blood flow and all that, was stimulating, but also wasn't irritating, or were things that, you know, that your body could handle? Because mm-hmm. obviously it's going inside mm-hmm. your body, too. Mm-hmm. It's not just a topical. And mm-hmm. so how did you determine what the best ingredients were for that? A lot of research. An abundance of research. Organic ingredients, very important to us. Simplicity, not putting too many things into the product. Right. So what's the base oil? It's MCT. So we should say first and foremost, everything that we use, including our CBD, is certified organic. And our CBD is grown here in Vermont. And then we work with the lab to do all the extractions. And then in addition to that, all of the other ingredients that we have are fully traceable. You know, we have a direct line to our resources and who our vendors are or who our suppliers are. I awesome. think that that for us mm-hmm. is transparency is is vital. But, and we always talk about the seed to soil to oil process yeah. because I think that regardless of whether or not you're purchasing our products, it's our responsibility as makers to be able to inform people that when you go and purchase specifically a CBD product, you should be able to ask where are you sourcing this? What's your extraction process? Do you have your COAs? You know, mm-hmm. all of these sorts of things because that sort of transparency just really elevates the industry and gives it a, a space of authenticity and integrity. Yeah. And without that, you know, without that kind of stable foundation, how can you build upon that to be like a reliable source and trustworthy? Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's good for the customer to have mm-hmm. to build that trust, but it's also good as a business <laughs> because... As these products become more regulated, yeah, yeah, right? exactly. It's Especially, necessary, yeah. and it's preparing yourself mm-hmm. for the for what's to come. So mm-hmm. it's a good business practice. You right. know, I think mm-hmm. about how Urban Moonshine went through that. You yeah. know, the traceability mm-hmm. of your mm-hmm. ingredients and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, once the FDA gets involved, those are the sorts of things that they want to have. Right. And so, mm-hmm. if you're in this the hemp space or mm-hmm. in the cannabis space, even though it's not required now. We always approach things as like we should be working towards that right. accountability, absolutely, as yeah. best as we can, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so that we're the best prepared that we can be mm-hmm. for that eventuality. Yeah. And it costs money to do that. It does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it an does. extra investment it's... in order to be able to mm-hmm. do that yeah. as mm-hmm. a business. So um, that's just good business practice. So, but I remember the first time but, we met, we spoke about certain kind of restrictions and regulations that we were planning on putting on ourselves. It was, I don't know if you remember, like the acceptable variance of MIGs per milliliters or whatever your label right, said. The tolerance, mm. yeah. Yeah, and that for me, I was when we had that conversation, it was, let's be as restrictive as possible because you want to have consistent quality yeah. and the same experience time over time again. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's your integrity as well. If you're mm-hmm. providing a product that maybe they have something different, you don't want them to ever have a different experience from when they purchased it, you know, a year, mm. three months ago or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. It should be the same every time. Mm-hmm. Right. So MCT oil is the base. Like run through the ingredients on there and why you put them in there and what they do. Um, so it's MT- MCT oil. It's a natural lubricant. It's great, which 
for those of you who don't know, it's a fractionated coconut oil. Mm -hmm. So that basically means at room temperature it's in a liquid state versus regular coconut oil that converts to a liquid at like... I always forget the number. It's like 88.6 degrees or something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, we won't hold you to the math here. <laughs> but what is good to know is that yes. it's what a lot of companies use for their sublinguals. Yes. So it's mm-hmm. safe to mm-hmm. use internally too, yes. not right. just topically. And then clary, sage, lavender, and frankincense are the essential oils that are included in that. And it's um, those three are such a trifecta for relaxation. And I would say clary, sage in particular is kind of, I call it the MacGyver of all essential mm. oils it's pretty much especially for women yes right? yeah yeah it's great it's antimicrobic it's anti-inflammatory it's you know it's really soothing and then those three together and lavender too falls in within that category i mean there's a reason why it's one of the most popular essential yeah. oils to use and yeah. and aromatherapy you know yeah. and generally regarded as safe but it is really safe and those three together there's such a holistic trinity for women's health and now I can't smell it without kind of being like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> you know, I love the synergy for Cosmic. It's a great one. And it works really well with the terpenes that we have within the CBD extractions, which for us obviously is a really big thing as well to consider because it's not only just about topical, it's about the aroma of it too. So you can have something that could be really therapeutic topically, but if the fragrance of it is off-putting, how it's again, it's all of the senses that are right. involved in pivoting you right, or helping encourage you to, along the way. So those three things in general, I mean, Clary, Sa- Clary Sage is just a real comfort. If I could suggest anybody to have in, the, in their like personal apothecary, Clary Sage is, yeah, and a good quality Clary yeah, Sage. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so and then the CBD is the last ingredient. Yes, yep. yeah. And so we infuse the coconut oil with the CBD. Yeah. And so is it? An edible product? So we can, it's, it's lickable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's something, right, that you're just going to... Um, it's kissable. But yes, that's what I was wondering, you know, because yeah. whatever, sometimes pleasure leads to oral pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's safe for people to consume that Yes. Way. Yeah, we would I know say what you're going to say. Latex, it's not safe for latex. Gotcha. Any oil, and in fact, any oil, like any oil-based um, intimacy oil is going to be um, compromise the integrity of your condom or whatever it is that you're using. Right. Yeah, I mean, essential oils are solvents, basically. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's one of the reasons why they improve, um, like, absorption and bringing different um, active ingredients Mm -hmm. into skin and Mm -hmm. things like that Mm -hmm. because they're able to penetrate deeper Mm -hmm. into the derma. And so, yeah, they... Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll eat system. away, yeah, which latex and maybe brings us to our skin serum. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good segue. <laughs> Let's do it, Andrew. You want to take over on the skin serum? So well, that yeah. was the second. So product? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and we sort of had a conversation about both products at the same time, and really that just came down to, hey, we live in a place where we're doing what we can to protect our skin and nourish our skin because we are outside, we are outdoors a lot. And Jen and I live in a place here in Vermont where outdoor recreation is sort of a key part of our lifestyle. And, you know, we recognize that we weren't alone amongst women wanting to have high-quality skincare products without having to pay an arm and a leg. Yeah. There's so much out there. And and um, it can be confusing. It can be expensive. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So we started working with, Jen worked with an esthetician, 
with whom we both had a relationship and great respect for and developed just a really simple, gentle, but nourishing, enriching skin skin oil that right. we both use. A lot of people really like, um, particularly in this part of the country who spend time outside and Yes, and so what are the, the again, like what was the thought process on the formulation to just give us a rundown of kind of the, the ingredients there? The base oil, it's a trio of hemp, borage, and grapeseed oil. And that's all, again, everything, I mean, I guess I just keep coming back to it. It's like 100% certified organic. Yes. And then it has sea buckthorn in it as well, which is so emollient and really ultra hydrating, and it helps with skin um, blemishes and flaws and scarring, but... You know, we when we talk about these products, it's yeah, it's great to diminish fine lines, scarring, and the natural progression of aging. But just to be clear, like we're embracing our age. It's not as if we're trying to halt the visible effects of it. I think, you know, we're just trying to make ourselves comfortable in our skin as yes. it is, and that's like from well, we say like head to libido, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's <laughs> I like that. So it's just it's one of those things where we recognize that. This is a fact of life, right? So with all of the ingredients, there's nothing in there that we just put in there for the sake of putting it on the label. We talk Mm. about this all the time when people are saying, you know, oh, you know what you should make? You know what you could do is have you guys thought about this? And we welcome the suggestions, truly. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what's made us create some of the products that we have now on the shelf. But sometimes it's going back to, well, why are we making these in the first place? Is this Mm -hmm. creating comfort and an ease of use or helpful in our self-care um, without really just putting something in there to put it in there just to say mm. that it's there, you know. And I think cannabis is probably the one thing that's always at the top of the list. Why would we make that just to say that we have this with CBD? You know, we just right. – we don't want to just have it there. Yeah. It's a gimmick. We don't – you know, just to be – It's on, a trend. Yeah, yes. you know, and I think that with any of our products, we're really thoughtful about what's the – does it have endurance? Does it – will it sustain? Does it kind of tick the boxes of being environmentally – Yeah, appropriate, you know, or sustainable, you know, and that even goes to our packaging, which is an all glass. It's a Myron, yes. which I know you're familiar yeah, with. Yeah, you got beautiful glass. So it protects the product. I mean, it's beautiful to look at. It's beautiful to feel, yeah. you know, <laughs> in the hand, yeah. you know, and it protects yeah. the product. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but and is it attainable from a cost perspective for yeah. the, for the consumer? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, that would be the other thing too, is that me- not making these so unavailable to a market of people that it really helps enrich because I feel as if why should whole health and wellness be inaccessible to someone because of their economic status? Yeah. So what are the CBD in the skin formula? Is anti-inflammatory, anti-redness? I mean, it can be, the, yes. <laughs> you know, the science is, is you know, it's CB, using CBD in any of these products, the, the science isn't there in the way it is for a lot of other ingredients that have been included in uh, cosmetics for years and years right. and years. It's it's still catching up, right. but there's a lot of anecdotal evidence, and um, this the science, the data is starting to come out, and people believe people have had really good experiences with it as an anti-inflammatory, essentially. Right. Yeah, so helping with redness, helping with dryness, irritation, itching. It's there are some promising results showing that it can be helpful with itching on the skin. So, yeah, I mean, we, so the serum in particular, we make a version with CBD in it and one without. And so if you have skin irritation, redness, and you want to try the product with the CBD in it, the SOS, 
it's worth a shot for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel like you need that in your product, then we make one without it as well. Great. Do you find that your customers tend to buy the two, the Cosmic Vagina and the Skin Serum together? I feel as if they try one product first and then they find that, oh, this works. You know, it's a bit of a, I'm investing in this product. Let's see how well it does. And it's kind of, then they say, all right, this is a, this is a really good line. This is a good company. And, you know. I like the brand. So what else do they have? Yeah. Yeah. And I trust them. This has been an effective product for me. Oh, let me try this other line of products that Mm -hmm. they offer sort of thing. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. We're going to move on just because of time. I want to cover the other things that (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're doing. And so. Did bath salts come next or did candles come next? Bath salts. Bath salts. Bath salts yeah. did. Yeah. And so <clears throat> why? what was that decision process You must there? think all we do is lay around and, <laughs> I don't know. Eat bonbons. No, you have know, sex I, and take baths. <laughs> In no particular order. <laughs> hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Right there. It absolutely <laughs> is. And let's it not forget the gummies. <laughs> not that we make them. No. <laughs> Those are part of it all. Um, so yes. you moved into the bath salts. Yeah. Again, anti-inflammatory, easing pain. You know, again, Jen and I and the community in which we live, a lot of outdoor activity, a lot of mm-hmm. recreation. We know and have been endurance. We know endurance athletes, have been endurance athletes. And just that, coming back to that idea of having a, a simple plant-based not very complicated way to take care of yourself and ease your pain and relax. Yeah. And the I, bath salts. Yeah. And I think too, in addition to it being a topical, I would say that's kind of, that was, there's aromatherapy benefits of the synergy and of cosmic vagina and of SOS for sure. 100%. I really believe in that, but I would say that the synergies used in the mm-hmm. bath salts. Particularly uh, yes, so. Yeah. They, they are, you know, they are another, element of the bath salts that people might not always anticipate, but once you're in them, because topically they work really well, but the steam coming off the bath, it's mm-hmm. just, it's a, it's a mind, body, spirit kind mm-hmm. of thing. It hits mm-hmm. a lot of senses. So that's a really nice element of them as well. And then the oil from the bath salts that are infused, it's great. It's like, it, it's, it endures. Again, it go, I keep coming back to that word, but it's not just a one and done product. You know, you're going to reap the benefits of having right. that. Yeah. And the plant, you know, the plants provide the synergies are very deliberately formulated to to address specific symptoms and desires that you might want to get. You know, mm-hmm. for example, bitchin is specifically formulated for emotional distress, PMS symptoms. Mm-hmm. Again, just wanting to own that. You know, we we menstruate. Yes. We have we have these symptoms of that process that we can address in a natural way but also talk about openly and honestly. Yes. And yeah, maybe we joke about it a little bit. Bitchin', this is this is kind of how I'm feeling, And but you know what? I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah. I mean, we it's used important. to have a lot of self-care rituals around the time that we right. menstruated. Right, right. Yes. You know, and I think that, I mean, I grew up... Let's get back to that. In a, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I grew up, like, you just dealt with it you just yeah. pushed on through and you like yeah Advil or Tylenol or yeah. whatever just to like try to make it <laughs> pretend that it's not there but you did you talk any, about it yes yeah, so I didn't mean talk about it it was kind of something that you hid it was embarrassing yeah and you didn't take care of yourself and we know now like how like so many different things are happening at each different right. time in your cycle yes. that we need to be 
nourishing ourselves and caring for ways. ourselves mm-hmm. in different ways mm-hmm. during those times. And adjusting and so it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that baths, I mean, we just had that article in Seven Days about the benefits of thermal baths you know, mm-hmm. that are up there in, in yeah. Montreal. I love to try to take advantage of those. But mm-hmm. bathing is such an important part yeah. <laughs> of self-care in so many ways, you know, yeah. and the salts... I mean, the salts kind of like extract, right? I mean, yes. they're like detoxifying. Mm-hmm. They're like yes. pulling out. Mm-hmm. And the essential oils have doing multiple things mm-hmm. in there. Like as mm-hmm. you said, it's aromatherapy. Yes. But it's also, um, they all have their own different therapeutic effects based on the yes. formula, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's muscle relaxation mm-hmm. or, or stimulation mm-hmm. or warming, whatever right. it is. And mm-hmm. so... Um, I actually took a bath in the bench and sauce this morning. Oh, good. You know, because I good made, like, you. I just <laughs> went through, um, you know, I'm starting a new business, as you know, yeah. and stress related to that. And I'm trying yeah. to do things a different way, you know, and I've been like a workaholic all mm-hmm, my life. Mm-hmm. It's always like, go, 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 go. Yeah. And so usually I would have woken up this morning and like just sat down at the commuter and, and get to banged it. out yes. some work, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes starting at like five o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, and I've been taking, I'm trying to do things different. I've been taking care of myself. And like one of the things that I've learned over time, it's like, you know, I got, I got to that stage where I started to find time to add in a mm. treatment here and mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. which is an accomplishment on its own, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but it's only one piece, yeah. you know, like yeah. you have to do the follow-up. You have to like integrate that treatment mm-hmm. that you just had mm-hmm. and, and, um, I didn't do that well after some treatments I just had. And now I'm experiencing some effects with that. Like I've kind of in pain from some of the treatments I've had. I think it's a good thing. But this morning I woke up and you know what? I'm like, mm-hmm. I've taken a bath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because and, that is the best thing I can do yes, right now yeah. to try to relax mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. and instead of going into just yeah. work. And so I am like a huge fan of baths. And obviously not mm-hmm. everybody has a bathtub, you know. Which makes it hard, but like, so feet, right? You could use, <laughs> well, you could use those bath salts as a foot yes. soak, you yes. know? Mm-hmm. Um, you can also... Which is so therapeutic in and of mix, itself. It is. Yeah. Just you to be able to... scrub in the shower? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if you want to yes. mix it with, you know, something that's more of a solid, like if you want to mix it with a little bit of coconut oil, so it has a little bit more, um, it will stay on you a little bit longer than mm-hmm. like to scrub it off. You could just use it on its own out of the package. Yeah. But this way it won't dissolve that quickly if you combine it with something else. Nice. So do you regret taking your bath, oh, starting your no. day that way? Oh, See? It's awesome. Right? The only issue that I have is that I get really red <laughs> oh. <laughs> when I'm in a hot bath and it lasts yeah. mm-hmm. for a while. So when I first came into Hula oh. today, I was like, you know, a that tomato. rosy glow. <laughs> Healthy glow. <laughs> but it definitely yeah. Yeah. Oops. In Sorry. A much better, calmer space. It was the, the best thing I could have done. Yeah. Um, and you have. Daughters or a daughter? I have two Remind daughters. me. Yeah. yeah. So y- you must get what we're talking about oh, here. Like, yeah. what are we modeling for our own young women? How, what are we passing on to them? Definitely. You know, it's okay to take care of yourself. Yeah. It's important to take time Definitely. and not just be go 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 constantly. Yes. yes. Especially for for these young women now, who I think are living in a more stressful. Um, pressure-filled environment than we came up in, in yeah, a lot of ways. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to teach, I mean, I I 
gifted them your goodie bags. Oh, you know? great. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I, I wish that I had had that growing up. Yeah. Like, hey, that this is, um, that, that intercourse can be pleasurable. And it should be and for you, it should be for not you. just your partner. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not the message that most girls get no. growing up. Exactly. And even for self-pleasure. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, fun for one. You right. Know. And I love the... <laughs> it's important. Is it love your muff? What is the... Oh, yeah. The oh. love your muff. <laughs> yes. I love my muff. You know, yeah. Love my muff. Yeah. You know, the... the those wipes? The, the wipes. They're yeah. great. It's just... Those are great, too. That's a great little kit. And those are also great to use on your... Um, personal devices your yes to, yeah. so if you're looking to clean off yes. your great toys afterward but i can we circle back to one thing too just absolutely mm-hmm. um only that when i i have been saying this and i've been trying to pivot my myself like to say oh when i take the time and i've been trying to change that word to saying to give myself the time mm. and i don't know if it's helped me anymore but just to say so that i don't feel as if i'm depleting some other resource or taking away from some mm-hmm. other experience or opportunity or thing that I should be doing for someone else. It's like, why wouldn't I give myself that time to mm-hmm. take a bath, yeah. you know? So it's like not a matter of taking the time, just a little yes. genism. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> and, you, and you brought up I Love My Muff, which, which let's not forget to mention, you know, another aspect of our business that we've enjoyed so much that we have also tried to be deliberate about is forming partnerships with other women in business. Yes. That's important to us as well. I Love My Muff is a, is a business. That's an example. We haven't met them personally. They're not locally based, but it's, you know, women-run businesses we try to collaborate with as much as we can. Yes. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. And their branding and their vision and their philosophy is embracing every body. You know, it's mm. um, not one shape. It's just not one you know, background, it's all different types of people with vaginas mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they yes. really, you know, shine, have shine in their, all of their um, social media feeds and everything. And yeah. as they talk about your bodies, too. Yeah. So. Well, that's a good segue <clears throat> into the candles mm-hmm. because you do a lot of collaboration with other yeah. artists mm-hmm. um, and your candle line. And so, um, so let's talk about that. I mean, you started off with your own line. I mean, it was a business that you had before. Mm-hmm. So some of it transferred over like mm-hmm. the, the chakra blends and things like that. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I wanted to talk about that we started to talk about before we were recording is just the fact that, you know, when we burn a candle, um, you know, it is something that we consume, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that people think about that. You know, they think about, oh, I'm creating an ambiance, um, or I'm creating a, a scent scape. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're consuming Mm-hmm. the the burning mm-hmm. <laughs> of the mm-hmm. candle and so it's super important to know what the um, quality of the ingredients both in terms of the wax and the fragrances that are in there and so talk about the choices that you made with your soy wax and the the premium uh, fragrances and essential oils that you use and why they're important so we can start from the outside and work our way in. I think when we talk about the fragrances and the synergies that we use in our candle blend, um, everything that we have is skin safe um, and they're philosate free. So it's a really clean, to your point, you know, something that it's a cleaner burn. We're just really thoughtful about what we have mm-hmm. involved in that. You know, it's a, something that we have in our home, not only for our families, but we have pets too. You know, we don't want to have something in our house that could be causing 
issues for any of the creatures that live in our house. Right. So we start with that, and it's a combination of fragrance oils and essential oils. And the reason why it's a combination is, to go back to what we were saying earlier, we are thoughtful about how we use our ingredients. And honestly, when you only use an essential oil in a candle, it is an abundance of oil that needs to go into a candle mm. to get what's called your hot cast. That's when the candle is lit. And if you're only using an essential oil, it's not going to have that much throw. So you're not going to get the benefits of those of that aromatherapy. So the fragrance oil amplifies that. Right. That. Now, what is a fragrance oil? Well, how do you define that? It's anything, as I would define it, as being something that's not natural. Gotcha. You know, it's more of a synthetic blend. But again, we're like looking at when we source, when we work with these companies for our blends and as we're formulating them, what is their transparency? What is their traceability? What is their ethos? How are they sourcing them? You know, what's their environmental impact? So we work with really high quality companies to, in right. order to make sure that what we're selling is something not only that we want you to bring into your home, but that we would bring into our own mm -hmm. home as well. And we don't use any, again, no unnecessarily colors or dyes or any sort of extra element that mm -hmm. would take away. It's just a really clean product. And we use just enough fragrance oil that it fills your room, but it's not going to be when someone walks into your house oh my gosh, are you burning a candle? Right. It's kind of, we describe it as like background music. So it's thoughtful, it's soft, it's there, but it's not the one. Intrusive, of, yeah, overwhelming. Yeah, right. So you can still enjoy your, your environment. Um, and then you use soy wax, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Which yep. is important because um, paraffin, is, is it paraffin that's used yes. in most commercial can candles? Yes. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a byproduct of... Um, hydrocarbons right right of, of fuel yeah. oh, right so it's not mm -hmm. it's not healthy to burn right? <laughs> hard to source yeah i yeah. mean we only work with soy wax that's grown in north america so the reason why we can say that too is because there's rules and regulations that we that are a lot more stringent um to in terms of sourcing the soy wax for our candles um and so therefore we can we feel comfortable and confident purchasing that also in terms of what's your uh, fossil fuel footprint, mm -hmm. you know, we're diminishing that by only sourcing stuff that's grown in the States and, and in terms of um, transporting it to our to our studio makes us feel really good. And because it's soy, it's a really clean, slow, steady burn. You're not going to light it and have it be done. And then, again, that's there's no endurance behind that. So right. when you have this kind of disappearing product, that's not only is that not worth your money, but then you're having, you know, you're discarding this product right away. Right. Um, and there's less soot, right. too, with soy, mm, right? Yes, I mean, exactly. There's a lot of, you know, and so, you know, when you burn a paraffin wax candle, like, it actually deposits yeah. black soot on the inside of your house. Right. Like, there's, people don't realize it, but that's mm. part of where that's coming yeah. from when you're cleaning up is if you're burning those candles. And soy wax is much reduced from right. that. It's a little bit, but not much. And you can see it yeah. on top of the candle, too, which is another yeah. thing, right? Since they're they're like a really creamy, beautiful color, um, there's not a black... Um, like film over the candle when right. you extinguish it. Right. And then that brings me to the next thing is our wick is um, a lead-free cotton-based vegetable dipped wick. So from start to finish, our product is vegan. But that, again, by using that sort of thing, um, sort of wick, it's a really clean, slow, steady burn. You're not getting this off product. You're not using a lead-based wick. And it's self-trimming, so it, it keeps it at a, um, a safe height for burning, which can also be really problematic if people aren't doing the kind right, of candle cutting, care right. yeah it's funny too to talk about like you should let the candle burn all the way from edge to edge otherwise you'll get this 
tunneling that happens. You know, if you only let the candle burn for a few minutes and then you extinguish it, the center will start to sink down. So you need to, I know. It burns more evenly, essentially. The diameter of the vessel is kind of the dictator. Uh, So usually it's like every inch is an hour. Gotcha. Interesting. But I it depends about burning mm. candles today. Yeah. <laughs> <Some>. <laughs> the things we learn. And also it depends on the environment, right? So if I keep a candle in my front oh, hall where it's yeah. colder, right. you, it's going to take a lot longer for the thermal of the whatever the vessel is to warm, warm up. up. Yeah. Got it. And if it's warmer, it burns a little bit faster little and bit faster. It, it'll hit the it will hit the edges a little bit right. quicker. Cool. Well, you put a lot of thought into the actual containers, too, mm. uh, in terms of this, their sustainability, but also their, also their reusability. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so some of them are great for what we like to call stash jars mm-hmm. in the cannabis <laughs> mm-hmm. industry, where yeah. you can uh, reuse them for that, um, or any kind of just hold them knickknacks or whatever mm-hmm. like that. They're really pretty and functional. Some mm-hmm. of them have lids, some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also partner with other women local artists Mm -hmm. um, for really like beautiful vessels that can Mm -hmm. be reused as yes you go (laughs) (laughs) thank you who do you work with i mean you work with fiona at blue plum is it blue plum blue plum pottery yeah she makes such beautiful mugs and cups and lots of things but yes if if it looks like a coffee or a tea mug we will pour wax in it first (laughs) basically (laughs) if it's beautiful we're we're on board yeah and they're easy you give instructions on how to clean them out Mm -hmm. and they don't retain the fragrance or anything like that right and so they um once the candles burn and cleaned it's just like brand new Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sky's the limit yeah i mean we're really fortunate again it's kind of we talk about this all the time like collaboration over competition that we work together so in such a great way that we all lift one another up. It's not just us mm-hmm. doing it. It's these artists that we work with. So we have Fiona and then Laura White, both mm-hmm. of whom are based out of Woodstock, and Amanda Ann Palmer. I don't know what's going on in Woodstock, Vermont, but there are a lot there of potters. There's so you know, much there. creativity. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really amazing mecca for ceramic artists from our experience. But they've been so great in not only providing us with these incredible vessels, but also providing us with support and exposure to their own people and advocating for right. us. And mm-hmm. then um, we have Lori on Nantucket, mm-hmm. 12 Gray Clay. She's incredible. And Michelle Fnoof down in Barrington, Rhode Island. Um, mm-hmm. And all of them are radically different yeah. styles, yeah. And which is really cool, cool. to see. Yeah. So we're going to have to wrap it up. I mean, we could keep yeah, talking about yeah. a bunch of things. but um, So where do people find you? You know, you're online. We yes. are online, yes. Um, three buds. Yeah, it's a, the number, the word three, then a dash, and then buds.com. Gotcha. And so all of those products are available there. They are indeed. And we also have a small uh, store in Waitsfield yes. uh, at 40 Bridge Street. People should come down and, and visit us there. We have a studio space there, which is where we make all of the candles. Yes. All of the candles are hand-poured. I don't know if we mentioned each individual oh, yeah. candle is hand-poured. With love. In the Always. Waitsfield studio, which is this really lovely spot overlooking the Mad River. We love it. We love it there. And we have some really fabulous neighbors, a lot of a lot of women in yeah. business yeah. down there at Bridge on Bridge Street. And so that's been fun for us. And uh, yeah, all of our products are available in that in that uh, retail space up front as well, which awesome. has been fun to be able to talk about our products face to face with with the 
you know, with shoppers and with consumers and people who use our products. Yeah. yeah. It's a lovely spot. Thank you. Um, You've been there. It's yeah. part of the green closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to going mm-hmm. down on Friday because we're going to talk yes. candles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and do some collaboration for yeah. the store. So I'm yep. psyched for that. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend if anybody's in the Waitsfield area to, to check it out. Oh, thank, thank you, you for saying that. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, I'm sad to say that we have to say goodbye <laughs> now, but it was great talking with you both. Thanks for being my first duo uh, in the <laughs> studio. And so happy to be yeah, here. You are, you're our third bud today. I know. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so many jokes that could be made about Very cool. Well, thank you, and uh, we'll be talking soon. Thanks, Bridget. This was thank a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, good. Take care. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks go out to my creative crew at High Fidelity, Olaf Willoughby and Shane Lynn, and to the team at Syntax in Motion for producing this show. A special shout out to Will Davis, my sound engineer. Thanks to you for listening to us today. If you enjoy what you heard, subscribe on our website, hi5vt.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Better yet, like, share, rate, or leave a comment. You can request topics or interviews for our show by emailing us at bewell at hi5et.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, be well and have fun out there.